Hello and welcome to another episode of Voice It with Karshma. We are here today with a very exciting guest. We have Mr. Gautam with us today. He is the co-founder of Asha Gautam, the luxury brand which deals with beautiful handloom textiles and amazing outfits that come out so beautiful that the person who's wearing it also kind of, you know, feels like I'm wearing a heritage piece on myself, you know. Um, firstly, Mr. Gautam, thank you so much for joining us for this conversation. I'm very excited for people to know the entire journey of how Asha Gautam started. Thank you, Karishma, and uh, a great welcome to all the followers of your of your YouTube channel. Thank you, thank you. So, Mr. Gautam, please tell us how did I know that you know um, the brand is named after your mother, and you know the entire initiative that she started, and then you joined the program, and now you both are co-founders. Please tell us a little bit about how it started as a journey for you. So, as you mentioned, you know it was. Uh, in 1998, uh, actually before that, my mother designed certain saris for my my sisters in in their weddings, and she always had this creativity in her blood during her childhood days and your school days, and it was uh, in their weddings where it actually came out. You know where she designed and people loved it, and they uh, you know told her that why don't you start something, but. Very like a homemaker, like reserved person. She was always very doubtful about how it will be in the in the world of fashion or stuff. But after uh, you know uh, consistent persistence from the family, she did started a capsule collection. She's a sari lover, so she started with the collection of saris itself. And uh, initial three four days only, the response was really amazing and very optimistic and promising which encouraged and gave her a booster to develop more pieces. So that was like in 98 when I, uh, when she actually did it. And she then kept on, uh, you know, expanded the collection, made more pieces, uh, more colleagues were hired, more, uh, you know, uh, collaborations was done. And this is how the basic journey started. I was studying then and helping her around by, you know, because there were a lot of things which requires logistics understanding, you know, paperwork and maybe, you know, helping her with clients. So I was part of the journey, not actively, but passively, because I was completing my education, my grad, my post-graduation. Yeah. It was after my post-graduation when I discussed with her and, you know, how much I love the brand and love the, uh, you know, the scratch to the journey till then. And I said, yeah. okay, let's, let's work together and take this forward. So that's when I came into the picture and we both, started working so when she started initially it was work uh you know around delhi okay very little traveling across to other parts and more you know centralized yes. i because coming from my master's background i realized that it's very important to understand where the country's strength is and you know with me she got a support also because it was not easy then to find out about information about the clusters about the carriers because Google just started and, you know, there was no social media. Yeah. So we both traveled to uh, slowly and steadily to the various parts of the country. And, you know, cluster after cluster, weave after weave, craft after craft, we started stitching together those to the brand and made ourselves our story along with those crafts and created something new for the clients. Everything, yeah. what we have achieved today is with... The, the biggest supporter is our client base. It's, they're more like families to us. So when we start getting better response, good response and business out of it, we got encouragement to do more. 
So I will say like in the past almost 25 years now, we have traveled to more six states, uh, more than 12 clusters, uh, more yes. than 10,000 kilometers and stitch around 30 crowds with the brand. That is so, fantastic. Yeah. So the journey is quite uh, fulfilling in its own ways because uh, the diversity that India has is there in our plan because you see yeah. a lot of crafts together. You don't just see one particular segment being there. Yes. You so, did You did mention the crafts. And on that note, I feel like, you know, the heritage of our country itself is to propagate yeah. the, the local artisans, the kind of, you know, beautiful, intricate work that we do as craftsmanship in India itself. And I feel like Asha Gautam as a brand has encapsulated that. And, you know, even with the kind of, you know, sustainable ecological work that you are doing at the moment, fashion itself is such a, um, it's an enormous industry. And then in today's day and time, when we're looking at sustainable ecological things have to be a very big part of our brands. Please tell us how you incorporated this aspect in the brand. So before I come to this point, I have to add one more thing to what you have said. See, people uh, like years back, and even now, like be it clients in India, be overseas clients, they yeah. consider European brands or made in Italy or made in US as something very premium. I am I'm saying this point, and this is not me, the entire fraternity who believe in the craft will say that made in India is the most luxury brand or the identity in the world. We have missed out a lot in branding and marketing. That's a weak area of the country itself. But to be honest, we are the biggest luxury manufacturers, designers, and creators of the world. That is point number one. Second Absolutely. point was about the, the sustainable part and the ecological part. See, what happens is that when you when you start, okay, and in your initial years, you're setting up a base of your brand, of your vision. It's very easy to get tempted away to shortcuts. Uh, uh, ways in which you might mint money but you lose your consigns and yes. a brand is not of two years five years eight years what Asha Gautam is I see is like 100 years down the line and whomsoever will be taking forward the legacy will be taking something very strong with him or her so it's yes. very important to have the right seeds of the foundation so we realized that the environment is a challenge in the country and in the world years back and we realized the kind of, you know, we used to about, we hear about textile waste, we hear about water shortage, we hear about global warming. But what are we as a stakeholder, each one of us, you, me, and everyone is a stakeholder of it. If we have to develop something which is beyond a personality, which is beyond our choices, is our business models we are choosing in. And if our business model can, if not 100%, but in major ways can take an element of that and try to incorporate it. It's, it's, it's something worthwhile doing and it's something which has a very powerful impact. So imagine a luxury and a responsible luxury. Okay, so then itself brings a lot of, from the point of view, I, I wish I can explain, but from the person who is making it, it's very fulfilling, it's very clean, it's very good to hear that you are actually doing handmade stuff, you're actually using biodegradable textiles, yarns, you're recycling, you are uh, promoting handmade stuff. So these are very encouraging signs from even from the design team perspective, from the manufacturing perspective, and from the branding perspective. Because when you market, you're mentioning, okay, you are say, selling something which is timeless. Yes. 
Yes. Yes, fantastic. That was a great insight, Mr. Gautam. Thank you so much. I feel like this point that you kind of, you know, so strongly put out that made in India products are actually luxury. And, you know, the work and the effort and the consciousness that actually goes around behind the product. We see a final product. And then all these things which, you know, you as a brand owner, you as a co-founder, you as a visionary for your own brand have to take care of. Is, is something which more people need to speak about because it's much more than pricing. It's much more than design. And it's much more than just a label, right? It is, like you very rightly said, it is your emotions, your sentiments, the country's pride and joy, hard work, craftsmanship, everything entangled into one product that finally reaches somebody. Right, absolutely. And uh, I mean, say <clears throat> we do manufacture for all the best brands of the world. But why can't we just be the best brand of the world? Absolutely. Yes. Do tell us something about the design process. I know you just mentioned about the craftsmanship. You mentioned about, you know, um, your clean conscious way of doing things at Asha Gautam. I'm very sure that there is a very strong design led, um, you know, movement that also happens in the company itself. Please tell us a little bit about your designing process at Asha Gautam. Yeah, so Karishma, I've been blessed. I was born in Chani Chowk. Okay. So what happens is that anyone who has been born or seen Old Delhi, they have seen the real India at a very early age of his or her life. So I see diversity. I see a lot of chaos, a lot of craziness, a lot of multiple stories floating around me. And that was like till 12 years of my age, I was in Old Delhi. So and <clears throat> my father who was a ardent traveler. So he had this, this thing agenda that every year, we have to go to some place twice, like, you know, two times in a year, we have to go somewhere. He was very fond of hill stations. He was fond of heritage sites. All these visits, travels and childhood memories have been incorporated in me and my mother for a long period of time. So what happens with us is that when we start with our work, our past memories, you know, take over our, our, our everything. And we start with those old memories and try to incorporate it in collection. So we are very much attached to the nature. We, when we start working the florals or nature, underwater, all these things comes naturally to us. Similarly goes with the heritage places we have been to. Like, you know, we have traveled to more than, more than uh, like 40 places in the country. I've traveled 70% of the India. So that itself means that I have seen a lot more places at a very early age. So when we design, when we work upon those things first are picked up. Also, uh, <clears throat> I proudly say that this, this label has been started by a woman in 98. We talk about women empowerment. We talk about, you know, respecting women. But fortunately, in our team, in our company, she is the head. So and from and, and for 24 years plus now. So we also get inspired from personalities in the history and in the present who are strong. So like we had did a collection of Noor Jahan. A journey of her life was very inspiring. We did a journey of uh, Jija Bhai. Her journey is very inspiring. So we keep on picking up strong characters, nature, heritage, all those kinds of thoughts when we design a collection and when we work upon it. Yes. In terms of fabrics, as I mentioned about the recycling and using different resources, what I realize is that there is a lot of agro waste which is there in the country, which is going waste. And, you know, although this won't solve the stubble burning, but if we start using those resources, those waste into our design process, slowly and steadily, it can become a big 
boost for the economy and for the farmers and for even a lot of other people. So like bamboo, bamboo itself is a great, great revenue source, not only in textiles, but anywhere, in a lot of other spheres. So we started working on banana yarns, bamboo yarns. And right now, just for my for your information, I'm working on rose lotus yarns, which is made out of the waste of rose petals. Fantastic. Wow. And we send these yarns to our weavers and we interlace them with mulberry silk yarn, which is a standard silk yarn used in text making Indian silk. Okay. Handloom silk. Yes. And we create textiles for us. Wow. This is very fascinating. I've never heard something like this. This is amazing, Mr. Gautam. Thank you so much for sharing this with everybody as well. This is amazing. Yeah, thank you. And you know what is happens is that we also in our in our brand, in our drawing board, we say beyond sarees and lengas, what next we can use those handloom designs for. So anything which, you know, a lot of handmade products or handlooms were pretty for. I say that don't pity them, empower them. And the yes, way yes. we can empower them is to create more things for them. So we yes. have created, like we have a diffusion label, which, which is like Gigi by Asha Gautam, which talks about pantsuits, drapes, western attires, dresses, corsets. And most of them are either made of handloom textiles or handmade embroideries. Yes. So application of handmade textiles is another thing which we are working on, on where else we can use it apart from just sarees and angles. Where else can it be designed for? So the designing process, again, is from a background, our stories, our environment, and also in the application of the future. We cannot be just aggressive about things. We have to look forward. So we have to look at of a 20 uh, year plus, uh, uh, you know, like what will be a 20 year plus thinking in 2040? What kind of our parents we will be indulging in? So keeping the traditions on one side and even accepting and embracing the modernity on the other side, both are important. You have to be balanced about things. And that's why we have kept uh, two labels and maybe more labels to come which will be having their own ideologies. So if Asha Gautam is all about heritage and preserving those crafts, Gigi is something which is talking the modern language. Yes. And maybe the third label will come later on, which will talk about the international language. But the roots or the coriant of his Indian handmade crafts, that will be the base. And out of this base, we will be developing roots. I, I love the aspect of, you know, how you, before I could ask you about the vision, you've actually told me what your vision <laughs> is. This is brilliant. So, you know, somebody who's, you know, this just goes to show that you're so involved in the process of, you know, actually not just the brand, but the connection of how it's going to evolve over a period of time. You know, we somewhere down the line forget that it's almost like a child. Every single entity that we create as a brand also, it becomes Absolutely. as close to us as a child. And we'll never plan for a child only up to 15 years. We'll yeah. always plan for the child for eternity, right? And right. I love how you fuse the aspect of using all these sustainable fabrics. Nobody talks about it so much because, you know, yeah. we always label luxury with using really expensive fabrics and, you know, the touch and the feel of it. And, you know, um, mm -hmm. but nobody really embraces the fact that luxury is actually a state of mind it's not really right. the kind of fabric that you have used or it's not really the kind of design it's it's about Absolutely. how much effort has gone into creating a product what is the thought process how much underlining background work has gone into finally creating a product 
you know for me that is more of a luxury even the story that you mentioned about you know all your travels and yeah. i i always say this about um, about art i always say this about design i feel like it is a it is a transfer of empathy in the form of some materialistic thing you know true absolutely it's my empathy design. translated into an art form it could be a yeah. piece of fabric it could be a curtain absolutely. it could be pillow it could be a canvas absolutely absolutely it's my experiences it's my empathy that i have translated and given to somebody else and now it's them for it's it's open for them for interpretation so absolutely. thank you so much mr gautam for sharing this whole insight about your vision for the brand and i love how you know you have thought of such intricate uh detailing about what really stays relevant for us in the next 15 20 years the use yeah. of you know the rose petal lotus um fabric that you mentioned bamboo itself so many things yeah. in luxury couture in in things where you know we we're only looking at no more just one angle but we've explored we've opened and we're incorporating so many other things this is i think one of the main essences of why um, you know along with your mom's vision and your vision the brand is you know so successful today thank you so much thank you so much and i also say that you know i always say that i am not any label of that i am creating labels and creating ideologies because of various kinds of requirements of the world okay and those old each property will be having a pie in the global world so that's yeah. that's what the thought process is yeah fantastic this is amazing also mr gautam i wanted to know something you know when we talk about um we've spoken about sustainability we've spoken about you know the different heritage we've spoken about your involvement as far as you know the ecological growth of the company is concerned do tell us about you know some challenges that you faced you know over the years i'm sure that you know you being an entrepreneur having you know um helping your mom as well and her being in the head role i'm sure you witnessed few certain challenges that you have um you know overcome please share some with us see uh, when you start from scratch okay so uh, everything is a challenge from uh, Uh, you know from monetizing or monetary resources point of view from finding the right skills and artisans point of view and from the information point of view so i will say that these challenges are not like they came in a particular year or a particular moment they are ever 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 you know they will be there all throughout our lives uh the first and the biggest challenge was to find the right artisans and as i mentioned because there was a very limited information traveling to those for me it was very fun to be honest i won't say it's a challenge but it was very very exciting for me to go on those narrow lanes i remember traveling to banaras without a ticket okay and i just had this you know huge uh, what you can call determination that i will find the weavers who were because no one was helping me out okay i know some people in banaras but they were not helping me out I traveled to Banaras on like an impromptu plan. I took a intern designer with me, and we went and we started walking down the streets, finding from the auto wallas over there and the rickshaw wallas over there, and finding out the weaver. Actually, we found out the weaver who is working with me for more than a decade now. Oh, so wow. it's all about all about those finding those informations through your own means. Now it's not difficult. You have crafts mailers, you have weavers mailers. you have information on the internet but back then it was very tough so yes. and it also also they they were very skeptical about working with a designer or with a solopreneur or with someone who is just a starter because they are used to work with wholesalers or mediators so you know that safety or security was also a challenge for them 
rest everything you know slowly and steadily once you start overcoming one or two challenge or you understand their linguistics and their languages and their dna of working then it's not a problem but you have to be fair so this i always say to every young designer who walks into my company or i meet anywhere so if you have to grow in life you have to be ethical and if you have to be grow in line in indian fashion you have to be more ethical because your name matters and your brand will matter in sooner or later so go yeah. on that right route of working especially with the artists because they are only depend upon you yes that is that is great insight thank you so much for sharing that as well i feel like we do always know, we 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 focus on branding marketing we we focusing on again the external part and the grassroots level work when it starts it's yeah. difficult and you know that that it's like a puzzle and then you start putting one piece together and then as you mentioned same person who you actually had an adventure yeah. uh you know an adventurous ride to find is with yeah. you for yeah. the next, you know for a decade now So I feel yeah, all the beautiful stories, all the beautiful. I think all the interesting stories start with I travel ticketless. <laughs> <laughs> But that was very amazing. I I I still remember that trip very well. It was amazing. You know what happened. Yes, yeah. thank you, thank you, Mr. Gautam. I want to ask you one question. Um, you know, because you also now belong to a very thriving, um, you know, fashion business, fashion industry, right? Um. a fun question just so one fashion trend that you've never understood okay where you're like i i this to just discontinue right and one fashion trend that you really like if you can help us with both of these okay so honestly speaking you find that i might be diplomatic about it i don't feel any fashion trend which is not good i think you know fashion is something which is subjective so people will like and will not like few things okay yeah. as far as me goes as an individual I I am not very comfortable with very fitted clothes. Okay. Yes. So I am not very comfortable with fitted T-shirts and with lot of messaging on that. So that is one thing which I am not comfortable. Someone else wears it that his or her choice. And yes. the other thing is which you mentioned about uh, the one trend which you uh, which I love the most. See, I am a I am a person who can wear black any time any any day of the year. okay so <laughs> yeah. that is something i think god has given me the best thing of the world by introducing black color see that is something i can carry and i can wear any time so yeah that's one trend i really love i think it's something to do with the color black i feel like you know it also not only does it make you feel comfortable but i feel like it's such a nice color to be able to there are so many people who tell you you know don't wear black it brings a negativity don't do that so that that school of thought is there okay fine but then there is another school of thought with like urban fans like you and me right who do love black um that if we do wear it it's just this element wherein you know we're feeling comfortable we're feeling you know there's a little mystery to it also right and i, I find strength in it i find yeah. strength in it and also because in my journey of fashion i have been less on the coffee boy and more on the streets so i yeah. feel that okay wearing black i'm fast free i don't care what happens to the clothes and where am i sitting and whom i meeting and everything so i yes. i don't I, i don't have that kind of a polish atmosphere around me where i have to just be careful about okay ye ganda na ho jaye ya spot na lag jaye so that also gives me an advantage by wearing black yes so, yeah. it has a huge utility factor and nobody's talking about that thank you so much for saying yeah. it out loud yeah. and i do i do agree with you as well that it's absolutely okay to wear black and it's absolutely okay to have black as a favorite color also <laughs> <laughs> absolutely absolutely fantastic thank you mr gautam just as a parting message you know um i know that there are so many people who have 
small passions and they want to you know start somewhere um they want to um they have a little bit of a dream to be able to begin somewhere um passionate young entrepreneurs as well you know maybe somebody who wants to start out in the fashion industry also um one message from your end as per your entire experience your journey till now in this industry if you could share one you know i would call it like a ekdam life lesson kind of tipni if you had to share please tell us something on that so although i mentioned it during the conversation that working hard is not like a choice and then especially today's time don't just blindly follow social media and say okay if this person has done this so it's very easy who matter which person it is hard work has no substitute okay that is one thing and second thing is that even you know when i go to a college for 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 some guest sessions and stuff i say that today is not a time of being a generalist it's important to be a specialist of one particular thing which you are very good in it because it's a extremely competitive industry now okay so if you are good in something or you have a strong knack for something now become a specialist of that particular craft or ideology and master it and believe you me if you do these two things i think there is a there's a lot of success which will be waiting for you that that was that those were great words of advice thank you so much for actually elaborating on that also i do agree and resonate with them They're beautiful words thank you so much yeah. it's been a pleasure and it's been lovely to have you here i've personally resonated with so many things that you said and i've got to learn few things also about what you said about your entire journey right um i i'm a very big fan of the brand i love the asha gautam brand i love your journey today meeting you speaking to you i've actually understood what really brings about that element of you know grandeur or that element of excitement and fun in a brand it's the people behind it and yeah. i'm very happy to be able to be, you know have this conversation with you today thank you mr gautam for coming thank here thank you thank you so much thank you so much